This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright soul. Thank you for joining me on another podcast. Thank you to everyone who has left me a review on iTunes, left me feedback, comments. Thank you so much. And if you haven't left me a review on iTunes, I would so appreciate that. It helps to get the word out. And it also gives me feedback about what you want to see and what you're enjoying from the podcast. And for those of you who have left sweet sentiments, I just appreciate you. You're part of my soul family and I can't thank you enough. So I just wanted to dive into today's podcast topic, and it's a little bit of a continuation from last week. Last week, we talked about getting clear and understanding what are your priorities and what are you working toward? You know, what do you value? And so this week, I wanted to talk about sticking to your plan and staying grateful. And the reason is because when life gets hectic and busy, you know, for those of us who have children in school, or even going to college, you know, things are starting to set back in motion now because universities are going back, schools are going back. And so sometimes when we set a plan or a priority, or we're figuring out our vision, when we start executing it, things can kind of sidetrack us. So what I wanted to share today, there is an energetic component to this. So there are other things There can be cords from the previous habits. There can just be, um, you know, thought forms that we've thought over and over that are stuck in our chakra. So energy healing can really help with this. And usually when we're having a difficult time moving forward with something, one of our energy centers is dirty. Usually it's the back solar plexus because that's all of your past emotions. So it could be remembering times that you wanted to do this before and you failed or being fearful if you've never done it before. So I wanted to talk about um, things that I personally do to keep myself moving forward. So last week I shared the two things that I've really been focusing on and really moving toward is solitude and rest, because those are two things that I need in order to be the best version of myself with everything that I have going on. So what I do is I write down my, my focus, my focal points, what I want, And I don't write it down in terms of a journaling standpoint, because I've shared before, journaling isn't something I'm drawn to. I know a lot of people recommend that. Um, It's redundant. It's recommended so much. And I know for a lot of people, it works wonders. I'm not one of those people. So I've got a million journal notebooks, and they've got two pages, and the rest is blank. I mean, I already know myself. It doesn't work for me. I don't feel released or fulfilled. I mean, honestly, I've, I've given it the good old college try a thousand times. It's not for me, at least not right now. So when I say I write it down, I actually just write down the words that I am striving toward or the entire goal. And I leave it out so that I see it throughout the day. So I might write it on sticky pads. I have a notebook where I write it and I leave that page open. So when I'm going throughout my day, I look down and I see it. And then when something, a demand comes up where someone wants my time or someone wants me to participate in something, I look at my goals, which would be solitude and rest, and does this support my goal? Is this something that is going to replenish me? Am I going to feel, um, you know, more centered in myself? Is it going to support my goals of resting? You know, is this demand something that I want to do? Can I do it? And then I make a decision from there. So that's one of the things that's really helpful. The other thing is holding yourself accountable 
and having other people hold you accountable for your goals of what you're working toward. So I'd use the example last week, maybe it's exercise. Maybe you want to start an exercise program and you're taking small steps toward that goal. You know, September 2nd is when we have another full moon, but you're taking small steps. And the more that you honor your own vision, your own goals and your own boundaries of what you want to do, the stronger that gets. And you're building new neural pathways in your mind and in your brain as you do something different. And it's uncomfortable at first. I mean, we all know this. this is basic stuff, right? But it's a good reminder. So what I wanted to mention is when we are on this alternative medicine, self-help, you know, spiritual journey, and we're in this world, we hear a lot about self-care. And self-care is really important. But part of your self-care is honoring your own goals and your visions. And sometimes, and this is personal, you got to check in with yourself. Sometimes you could be using self-care to baby and pamper yourself to where you are actually uh, codependent or enabling yourself. What I mean by that is when you're trying to accomplish a new goal, sometimes you have to do it when you don't feel like it anyway. It requires you to build up your discipline and build up your willpower. And I see this a lot. (laughs) And so, and I, and I've, there's been times when I've done it to myself where it's like, you know, I'm really trying to honor myself and I know I'm working really hard. So, you know, I'm going to just treat myself in this area and it doesn't support my goals or my vision. And I won't feel that great after I do it because I know that I was sloughing off and you have to gauge that inside yourself. So in order to build your, your will center is your Ajna chakra. It's between your eyes on your forehead, you know, right in between your eyes. So that's your will center. So it's important to get that cleaned out, make sure you don't have any cords there. And when you feel your willpower waning, you can lightly tap tap that chakra to activate it. Um, But you really want to bear up underneath some things and go for it because it's going to be difficult until you build the new neural pathways, you build the new habit, and you build the discipline. And the more that you honor yourself, honor your vision, honor your goals, the stronger that gets and the cleaner it will get. Because what happens is, is when you when you default to your old pattern that you're trying to break, then your solar plexus gets dirty because your emotions are involved and you're feeling, you know, bad for, you're feeling bad. And this is a part of a human behavior. This is what we do. We feel bad, we like beat ourselves up. And if you're anything like me, mine's gotten much better. Most of us have an inner drill sergeant where we beat ourselves up or we're hard on ourselves, especially those of us who are very disciplined in many areas of our lives. So we want to be really careful with that and just check in with yourself. You know, does this activity, does this demand, does this, whatever someone's offering you to do, does it support your vision, your priorities, your goals? And I don't know if you've noticed this, but this is kind of this universal law or truth. I don't know why it happens, but when you make a declare, whether it's internal or external, for what you're choosing to move toward or prioritize, there's typically something that comes up immediately after that tests you. Have you noticed this? (laughs) So I'll give you an example. Um, So I stopped going to Orange Theory when they, I know I've shared this in previous podcasts, but in case you haven't heard that one. So I go to Orange Theory Fitness and I quit going when our governor did this mask mandate, regardless of 
intensity in an exercise environment. So I quit going, I froze my membership and I'm working out at home. And since I'm working out at home, uh, I am able to get more rest because I'm not tied to a class schedule. So typically on Saturday and Sunday, I will go to an Orange Theory morning class. Well, I don't have to do that right now because my membership is frozen and I'm working out at home with the Aptiv app. Also, normally around this time of year, I have uh, cross country and track meets for my daughter and school is just strange this year. It's kind of like it was last year when they shut down. So there's not a whole lot of structure. She only goes twice a week. The rest of it's online, but she can get all her work done in just a few hours on a Friday. So these kids are just kind of like still in summer mode, to be honest with you. So, and then the sports, they're meeting, but there's less meets and it's just completely different. So I don't have that right now. I don't have to get up Saturday morning and go to a cross country meet or a track meet. And I also don't have to go to Orange Theory. So I decided Saturday is my one day off. It's not really an off day because I have errands to run and all those other things, but that's the day that's Susan's day to run errands, to sleep all the way in. I don't want to have a schedule. I'm not waking myself up. My priorities are rest and solitude. So as soon as I made this decree internally, I had a friend of mine say, hey, Saturday, let's get up and go to breakfast. And I said, nope. (laughs) I said, no, um, Saturday, I'm going to sleep all the way in. And I'm going to let my body tell me when I'm supposed to wake up. And then I'm going to exercise. And basically, I am not committing to anything earlier than noon on Saturday, because I want to I want to actually get up and enjoy waking up and doing yoga and running and lifting weights and all the things that I enjoy to take care of myself. I want to meditate. And I want to have time. I'm, I, I wake up at 430am during the weekday, I typically don't get to go to bed until around nine and I'm sleep deprived during the week. So what I've been doing is I've really like I shared last week, I need to put my phone on do not disturb, you know, um, I don't take clients past a certain time because I can't give my clients my all. I work during the day full time. So my evenings, you know, I need to be able to meditate and give my clients 100% of me. And then I need to shut off and make dinner and you know, all the things that we have to do. This is all of us. And I'm sharing this because I know a lot of you do healing work. And it's important that you balance yourself because your physical body is your vessel in which you're using your gift. So I have to have my physical body taken care of and be at optimal health in order for me to do this work. And so I said, no, I'm don't want to do breakfast, but I'm happy to do an early dinner or, you know, a a late lunch or just dinner all together. So the way that I've designed my schedules, you know, if somebody wants to go to dinner with me and, you know, I say, okay, let's do Friday night or Saturday, or, um, sometimes I can do Sunday, but here lately, my Sundays, I'm taking clients and I'm just too busy on Sundays. I'm like, let's not do that because I want to preserve my energy because my priorities are rest and solitude. So the tests come up. And the more that I stick to it, the better I feel and I gain momentum and the same will be true for you. So on top of that, because we have little slips here and there, it happens when you're trying to create a new neural pathway, you're trying to make a change, you're trying to move forward, setbacks always happen, that's life. Or obstacles come, that's just life. It's not the obstacle or the setback, it's how you respond to it, right? So the other thing that I've done is because I can be really hard on myself. So sometimes when we're focusing trying to like build something new, other areas we're not as proficient in, or our energy isn't there as much because we're focusing all our energy on this new thing. 
and you know, balancing is tough sometimes. And we can't always balance. Sometimes things need more of our energy than other areas. So the other thing that I wanted to offer and what I've been doing that really helps is just focusing on three things that I'm grateful for. And I do it with everything. So because my daughter is home more and my house is the house that all the children want to come to for some reason, (laughs) Uh, they can be noisy and I'm here working during the day and I get a little bit frustrated and irritated. And because my daughter's schedule is busy with work and school, I mean, they're kind of home here during the day, but I'm working. So I'm not available during that time. I've noticed that when I do see her, it's I've been holding all these things that I need her to do or things that I need to tell her. So it comes across as me just criticizing her. So this is through her feedback to me. And and I can see her point is that when I do finally see her, it's like, Hey, you left the dishes in the sink. And it's all the little things when you live someone or live with someone. So it's like, Hey, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And she's like, geez, you know, I barely see you. And then when I do, you're just telling me all the things that I do wrong. She's got a point. So what I started doing is focusing on three things that she does right and that I'm grateful for. And for myself, what are three things? This is really important for you. What are three things that you did really well today? Hey, partial progress is still progress. So any type of progress you should really thank yourself for. Thank yourself for showing up. Thank yourself for listening to this podcast or any material that helps you to be better, that reminds you of things that you want to work on, that helps you to be grounded that's something that you chose to do. Not everyone does this. I mean, look at the views. It's not a whole lot of views. People aren't drawn to this. They're more drawn to the drama and activities that just mindlessly entertain. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that because there's a place for it. But how much time are you spending there? So I've been doing that with everything. Three things that I'm grateful about where I live, you know, the state that I live in. I, I live in a gorgeous state. I'm so grateful but just kind of building the momentum of gratitude and what I'm grateful for and what's going right. Because with this whole pandemic and the way people are behaving and the fear-based media and all of this stuff, it can become really draining for us that are energetically sensitive and really for everyone. And it can be really easy to focus on all the things that are wrong. Even in interacting with strangers, it's usually you know, this is like the worst year and when's the world going to go back? And, and I get all that, but I want to focus on what are the blessings in this? I mean, what can I be grateful for right here and now? I'm grateful that my body is healthy and I'm grateful for programs like active that I can connect with coaches and be guided. And it's another thing that I don't have to figure out. I'm grateful that I have a place to stay and that I have people who love and support me and that I have skills that I can share with others to improve their life. That that in itself is grateful. The ability to serve, the heart to serve. You know, there's just a ton to be grateful for. And the more you focus on that and the more you focus on what you did right, the more energy you give yourself to continue moving forward and making changes. And so I also wanted to offer that here because sometimes when you're trying to change, you just beat yourself up for every way that you didn't do it perfectly. And I've been there. I've gotten so much better with that, but I still do it. It's like, dang, you know, did you really need those milk duds, Susan? No, you didn't need those milk duds. (laughs) It's like, why did you do that? You know, and then I think to myself, oh my gosh, Susan, you eat well most of the time. If you want to have milk duds, have your little milk duds. It's really not that big of a deal. And so I understand it's just the little things that we can really go down the rabbit hole with 
with one another on with ourselves and others. And, you know, also just being really annoyed and critical with other people is something that's up for so many people right now. I, a lot of the private clients I've worked with are saying, gosh, I'm just so irritated. Well, when you're irritated, it's usually in your front solar plexus. Oftentimes it's in your throat. Uh, we get critical when our throat's blocked or dirty. So energy healing is really vital at this time. The other thing I wanted to say is, um, those of us in this work, so my schedule for private clients, it's booked out through October right now. And, you know, I've had a couple of clients kind of get frustrated with that. I can only give you the time that I have. But the thing with that is, is that spirit always knows and makes a way. So I would really just encourage you trust, trust the universe to take care of what you need, make the steps toward what you need toward those changes, and then trust that spirit will match and meet you. So my schedule adjusts, sometimes people cancel or they say, Oh, gosh, something came up, I can't do it, I need to reschedule. And then I have an opening. And then I go to my back office on my website and look at my orders and I go down an order of which they were received, because that's the fair way to do it. So I'll offer it to the next person. And sometimes it adjusts. So I wanted to offer that too, not just with my private clients, but in all areas. I've seen that more and more because if you've noticed since the pandemic, things are pushed out further. So something that would normally be in and out in maybe two weeks, maybe it's a month or two out because things have slowed down. There's not as many people working. So this is a time for all of us. We're in this together to trust there is a universal plan we can only do what we can do. We can only give time that we have. If we don't have the time, we don't have it. And if another person doesn't have the time, they can't give it to us. So it's a time for us to get really good at being patient, going within. When you can't go outside, you go within. So do what you have with the tools that you have, the knowledge that you have. Trust that there's a higher plan. Be really grateful for yourself, for showing up for yourself, all of the things that you've done and overcome while working toward your vision, your goals, and your priorities. And so that's really all I have. And I want to get into a healing with you. And for this healing, I will clean your throat and your front and back solar plexus. And of course, we'll cut cords. So you can go ahead and uncross your arms and legs and begin to get ready to receive this healing.
Okay, and so it is. Start coming back into your body. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. And if you haven't left me a review on iTunes, I would so appreciate it. And for those of you who are not subscribed to my newsletter, that's where I give all of the updated information. You hear it first there. So if you're not subscribed, please do so. You can do so on my website. My newsletter, I don't necessarily send out a newsletter. It's just essentially my mailing list. So you can do that on my website, which is linked in the description. And I want to wish you a beautiful week. Thank you for showing up and doing your work. I so, 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 so appreciate you. And I want you to have a wonderful day and a beautiful week. Take care. Bye-bye.